0: Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. Lots of great guests on now here this entertainment, or as I always call it, NHTE. Joining me on location here in Las Vegas, my guest is a singer, songwriter, dancer, and actress. She previously released a full-length album and then put out a five-song Christmas EP last December. Now she is working on a new album, which we will talk about today. She was a semi-finalist on season five of American Idol. She does a solo guest entertainer show on a wide variety of cruise lines, performs in a Las Vegas group called The Moonshiners, and also as a guest entertainer in a group called Divas 3 Plus, and some might say most notably, she is a featured singer in Vegas The Show at Planet Hollywood here. You have been hearing a song of hers called Here We Go it's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment Laura Wright hey
1: Bruce how are you
0: outstanding good, thank good. you so much great to meet you in person
1: yes nice to meet you thank you for having me
0: yeah my pleasure I'm really thrilled to be able to sit and do this with you um, obviously after an intro like that we're gonna have <laughs> lots to talk about
1: I was impressed actually that was that was you nailed everything
0: <laughs> good good. We're off to a good start. Let's uh, let's first have you tell the listeners all about the song that we were just playing. Here we go.
1: Yes, here we go. Um, Actually, I wrote that with uh, two producers, one in New York and one in Atlanta, and I grew up in Atlanta. Um, I was right out of high school into college, and I'd been performing my whole life, so I always wanted to do an album. And uh, we wrote that because the whole lyrics of "Here We Go" it's called a one-woman show. And as a growing up, I always wanted to be a pop star or come to Vegas or do something that was a star-related. And uh, so, yeah, it's a whole thing about doing a one-woman show and singing. You can hear the crowd in there. It starts with the the guy making the uh, announcement at the beginning, which was one of our producers, uh, Chris Fogg. So, yeah, it was a fun it was a fun number I did. I think I was. S- 17 or 18 years old. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. And listeners, those of you who listen to this show regularly, you know that uh, I have tipped my hands sometimes and told a guest that when I say I really like the song, sometimes I will say, if I didn't like it, I just wouldn't say anything. And so I really did like that song. And Aww, so listeners, because I was talking so much over it, I really encourage you to go and find that song uh, online and um, hear it in its entirety without me talking over it. Uh okay so so let's introduce Laura right to the listeners and maybe also in the process kind of paint a picture for the listeners who are aspiring performers themselves. You were born in Boston but raised in Georgia. Mm-hmm. You got your degree in musical theater at Valdosta State University and now here you are in Las Vegas. So so fill in that gap between getting your degree <laughs> in musical theater and getting to perform regularly on the strip. Was there something or someone that got you your big break was it just paying your dues and lots of hard work maybe maybe a combination of the two how, how does a Georgia girl go to starring in Las Vegas
1: I actually appreciate that you said people paying their dues because I think that's such an important thing um well it started a little before that I grew up in a very musical family um, my grandfather tuned the piano for Boston Symphony he played on cruise ships also my oh. father is a musician his his Best instrument is the saxophone. Wow. So I grew up in a musical family, and uh, my sister was into musical theater. She's about five and a half years older than me, so I used to watch her when I was younger. And uh, she did all the plays. She did uh, community theater. She performed all through middle school and high school and into college, also. Um, but I also I always had a love. Always had a love for singing and performing. Um, but yeah, I went. To, I ended up going to school for um, musical theater at Valdosta State, and. After that, I finished my four years, I got my degree, and I packed one suitcase, and I moved to New York City. Oh, and uh, okay. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for you to say, and I oh, came yes. here to wow. Oh, yeah, wow. I, uh, it, a trip I'll never forget. And I lived there for about um, five, six months. I was leasing out of a friend's apartment, but every day I auditioned.
0: Okay, as I say, so you moved there with the idea that I'm going yeah. there for... Auditions. Just For musical theater or to Broadway, become a, possi- yeah. Uh,
1: well, you know, it was kind of a mixture because I think the one thing I always learned growing up was if you can make it in New York and you can get through kind of that being alone, going to those auditions, hearing no five thousand <laughs> times before you hear one yes. You know, it really builds you as a person, a performer, and uh, and it did just that. I mean, I was, I was, I feel like you're just a kid. You know, you're coming out of college and you're like, all right, here we go which had to do with the song, Here We Go. And, uh, yeah, I went up there. I auditioned every day for the entire month, months I was there. Wow. So for about five and a half, six months, I auditioned every single day. It didn't matter what the audition was. You go. To, I always learned you go to every audition, and you you learn from it and you grow from it. And it makes you better at auditioning. So, you know, gives you the confidence to... It gives you the confidence to... Um, it gives you the confidence to sing in front of in front of anybody you know we uh, perform in front of everyone so yeah after that new york
0: i don't want to get too far off the track but just maybe a 25 words or less how how are you able to get auditions every day for a girl that just up and moved from georgia and all <laughs> of a sudden here you are getting there's this.
1: a there's great websites thankfully uh, we have this okay. in our life now but okay. uh you know backstage.com or playbill there's a bunch of websites and you go to the theaters and you sign up on the door outside and then you go you Come back, or you stand in line. There were times I waited eight hours just to oh, audition, wow. and I got wow. maybe thirty seconds to sing, and then they'd say, "Yes, come to a callback," or "No, you, you know, you're not this fit, but thank you for coming." And you know, that'll that'll help you grow. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, and listeners, by the way, this this interview, I should say, an interview with a uh, Las Vegas performer is long overdue. I'm really thrilled to have Lori here today. If you never heard it, go way back to episode thirty-five, which was the only other time that I've had a guest on the show, uh, Frankie Shinta. Here's he's a uh, headliner here in Las Vegas. Go back and listen to that. He and I had a lot of fun on that episode. So, Laura, when when did you start songwriting? Um, y- you know, and and from that point on, whenever you did start songwriting, did you always make it a point to pursue original music while being a performer in shows? You know, who who does a performer who does. Cover songs and, and, and show tunes? In other words, did you ever fear that you weren't going to be able to continue to give your own time to original music pursuits?
1: Yeah, um, actually part of my performing and uh, training when I was younger, I worked at Six Flags over Georgia. It was my first job and uh, I was in a country show there called Honky Tonk Saturday Night and I worked with some incredible people and uh, we had some cast members who were starting to do songwriting on their own and I would, you know, be really interested in it and then I'd kind of go home at night and plunk through my guitar which I'm not really a guitar player but you know you try to figure it out mm-hmm. and that's when I was like well you know I love writing I love I write in a diary when I was little I would always write in a diary or you know tell my thoughts and I think as a performer that's really important because you don't always remember things Or you'll go oh I'll remember that later and it doesn't happen <laughs> so I would always write things down and that. Uh, it kind of kicked off there, which is where I met the producers for the, the, the album that I have. Okay. Here to go.
0: But see, even mentioning something like performing at Six Flags, obviously it was a show where you're doing cover songs. Right. And so that's why I wondered you know, you get bit by the bug, but then you start doing all the work that you've done in your career, and it would seem like someone would be so exhausted, and in Las Vegas you're performing late hours, and something is going to fall by the wayside, and it's going to be your original music, which obviously hasn't been the case for you <laughs> since later in the interview we're going to talk about working on a new album but have you always pretty much been able to keep up with at least like you say keeping a diary keeping notes so that oh yeah song right
1: yeah and you know what I I will say for me I would always put being in a show first before songwriting mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. mainly because I just have a love for the stage and, and it pays the bills and it pays the bills <laughs> and uh you know being in Las Vegas you can have people come see you nightly or uh you know along with some of the other things that I do now but I always make sure I can still get into a studio and um, whether I'm doing a cover album or my own you know original songs I try as a kid I always told my parents that I want to be able to have everything on my resume and because I want to know what I love the most or you know maybe what didn't make me as happy but I will say I'm checking things off my list that I'm really excited and happy about. And I love every single one of them. That's what makes it hard. (laughs) God bless you.
0: That's that's awesome. Thank you. That's a blessing. Uh, Before we go on, I want to kind of back up to the song. um, and, And while we're still at this period in your life, because listeners, I told you to go and look for that song. What You Should Know is that that song was on an album that was not released under the name of Laura Wright, so I'll let you pick yeah. up the story from there.
1: You know, I, as I mentioned, I was I was very young when I did it, and uh, the producers that I worked with, they, they were great, and they were awesome, and we put that... It took us... I want to say it almost took us about a year and a half or so, because I was driving back and forth from college up back to Atlanta. And from my college to Atlanta, it was about four hours, four and a half hours. And I would drive every weekend to come home and record with them. And uh, at the time, you know, just like in life, there's people who share your name or... You know, there's a soap opera star. Wait a minute,
0: and, mm-hmm. not Bruce to Trust me, there's <laughs> not a whole lot of Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> hey, you are the original. <laughs> How lucky! <laughs> See, I share with a soap
1: opera star, and there's a there's some other singers from other countries named Laura Wright, and uh, you know they bring that up as producers, just so you know it might be hard. And you know, I would say for anybody who's young, whether mm-hmm. young or old, and you're working on an album, Maybe. for me personally, yeah. I wish that I never changed my name. Um, and I did we did record it under Ellis right E-L-L-I-S W-R-I-G-H-T and uh, actually funny how we came up with that they said to me let's record it under a different name That's way. that way it's easy for people to find it and uh, if my initials are L-S-W and so my mom actually thought of Ellis with L-S ah, okay. and I, I liked it I was like hey that's kind of cute and creative but you know now that I'm You know getting established and i'm in vegas and i have my name places and you know as we're going to talk about with some of the cruise ship stuff it's hard to tell people you know but i recorded under a different name back then but it is available on um itunes and amazon and all over the place and it's it's a record i hold close to my heart because i was i was such a kid you know it's and most people go well you were in a you know, you were old enough, but, you know, think of your emotions at 16, 17, 18 years old, trying to figure out life or, you know, going to college at the same time. I mean, a lot of my songs in here were what I was going through.
0: Yeah. And listeners, those of you that have been with me a long time, number one, first and foremost, thank you. But number two, you've heard me on a number of episodes say, you know, when you are 15, 16, 17 years old, you know, how much can you really have in terms of life experience? So you need to make sure you're recording songs that could have happened to a 15, yeah. 16, or 17-year-old and not something that you could tell was written by a 29-year-old that you go, I can't believe it coming from this girl. There's no right. way she could have gone <laughs> through what she's singing because she's only, you know, 17 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's interesting stuff. And, um, you know, I also like that, to me, you're still putting a positive spin on it, that you learn from it, you've moved on. And you're having, as I've said, you know, lots of success as Laura Wright. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, you know, if
1: I can figure it out with the guys and stuff, we can go back and put my name on it. But, I mean, technically it is my name, and uh, it's just hard, you know. Oh, It's under Ellis Wright, but I'm Laura Wright. But if you know my initials now, you know my yeah, mm-hmm. secret.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of people, uh, I should say aspiring performers, certainly get stars in their eyes thinking about performing regularly on the strip here in Vegas. And then cruise ships is also on that short list. You, you do both Vegas and cruise ships. Tell the listeners about your solo guest entertainer show that you do on various cruise lines.
1: Yeah, I actually leave next Tuesday on one. Wow. Yeah, um, I'd actually started, I started doing guest entertainment with another group, which we'll get to. But uh, from there, I just broke off this past year. And uh, I still do the other group here and there. But I I've always wanted to do my own show. And um, actually, the first time I ever got booked on a cruise ship was my first cruise I'd ever been on, so I'd wow. actually never been on a ship, wow. and it was shocking to me. And also, I was very seasick and and oh, everything above. No. But it was such a cool experience to travel wow. the world and to, you know meet people from all over and and get to perform for all of these different cultures. You know, ultimately, you know, it's not just Americans that are on board, and you get to go all over the place. And I love it. And my my solo show is literally an entire story of my life when i started i was was going to ask you
0: are you able to do some of your original music is it sorry you know we cruise ships we we want solely cover songs you know
1: sometimes there i know a lot of acts that do some of their own stuff not the whole show but you know because people on ships they want to hear what they know you know they want to hear your the songs they can dance to and sing to so you want to people please in that way um but i am excited because with my own show i can do every style i grew up singing um, musical theater obviously and I went to school for it so I have a huge love for Broadway but then I did country and I have a massive heart for country music um, I also do rock music so and I sang at a show here called Rating the Rock Vault where I got to sub in and so I get I do alone by heart in my show
0: so is this show that you do on cruise ships is it you with a band behind you are you singing to tracks what, what, what is the what is the music behind your
1: voice 99% of the time it's a band live band okay. and on certain ships depending okay. on what ship you're on, location in the world and such, they may say, we don't have a full band, but, you know, I'll use tracks. But 99% of the time, it's full band, which is awesome.
0: And so what what are the actual logistics of that? Do you walk on and you say, here you go, guys, these are the songs I do, and hopefully they know them or they have charts. I mean, in this day, yeah. they iPads and things like that. They can yeah, use iPads are need.
1: used all the time. Um, I actually have uh, charts, and they take up almost my entire suitcase. So, Oh, you mean yeah, paper charts? Yeah, paper charts wow, for every wow. instrument, and I have Wow, them. what
0: a seven to nine piece
1: band so each instrument for every
0: song oh i love it yeah i
1: love it too i always said i'm an an ipad will never take over an actual crisp piece of paper in my opinion
0: listeners this girl she's she is such a pro (laughs) This this is awesome um on that note though two questions a how do you get all the cruise line bookings especially since you are getting work across a number of cruise lines but but also b um and this is the little more challenging one can you speak to the uh, life on a cruise ship when you're not performing side of things I'm, I'm guessing that it's not as glamorous as people think it is or, or maybe I'm wrong um,
1: so with the first one yeah, um, the bookings the bookings uh, well because I was with a group called Divas 3 beforehand the producer for Divas 3 um, she actually got me my in to do my so- own solo show and so the agency that books us Asked me to come to a showcase this year and such. and uh, So actually me and my fiancé, he's a comedian here, Anthony Padilla. We went to the showcase together and did our showcase. And all of the cruise line bookers were there.
0: Where? We, what city?
1: We were in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yeah, so that's where um, that agency is booked out of. Okay. So then all the cruise ship bookers come and they'll watch you. And you have... Your spot is usually about ten minutes, so I get to do like you know about three songs, cut you know half of three songs, and talk in between and tell them who I am and what I do. And so from there, that's how I've gotten to perform on various cruise lines, which is cool because I get to see every ship and which ones I like and my favorite.
0: And then what about uh, as I said, the the life on a cruise ship when you're not. Doing your show, is it glamorous or not? Really? It is
1: glamorous. It is, wow. I know a lot of, I think a lot of people assume, like, are you down in the deck? Below? Yeah, and you're
0: probably bored, stiff, and you're in your cabin reading, oh, and no. surfing and, net and the The
1: best thing about a guest entertainer is um, it goes right in with the word, you're a guest, guest entertainer. So if you're not doing your show, you have. You can go to all the pools, you can go to the jacuzzis, you can eat anywhere you want, you can, you're literally treated like a guest, and I will say it's paying dues to get to that point.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I really appreciate you saying that earlier.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm curious though, when you're laying out at the pool, does someone walk by and go, aren't you the girl that was singing last night? (laughs) Oh yeah. They (laughs) do? Sometimes
1: you, you know, if you want that quiet time, you don't actually leave your cabin, you choose to say, you know, I don't really, you know, I kind of want to stay in today and do my own thing, and... But yes, and I actually brought my parents on board about two years ago with the group Divas 3, and they saw firsthand. We went to the dining room, and, you know, I love when people come talk to me and and talk to the group because... You know, we want to hear your feedback. We want to yeah. hear what you think. But if you're trying to have a family dinner, it's not going to happen at See, all. See, I'm
0: uh, I'm interested to hear that, and, and I'm and and again, you continue to impress me. Like, <laughs> like now, it's like every five minutes, and over the course of setting this up, listeners, it was like every email I got from her, I was more and more impressed with oh, this girl. Oh, thank you. But um, you know, but to hear that that you know that yeah, you know, I'm actually flattered when people come up and go, hey, yeah. you know, I saw you last night. That's really cool. I used
1: to be that person, you know, and I still am. I mean, I'm. I'm no superstar, so I still have people I would you know, be starstruck by or want to go up to and say, gosh, I just loved your show, and I loved this and this and this. And so when they do that to me, I always think I was that person. I still am that person.
0: Nice, nice. Laura Wright, as you are starting to hear, has got quite an array of talent and experiences, and I'm going to ask her about performing solo, like on the cruise ships, versus performing in a group. But first I want to tell you that I am able to record on location here in Las Vegas or, or anywhere I want to now, Thanks to TASCAM. Uh, If you're a musician, you know who, or or you want to get to know who they are. Uh, More than three years in the business, producing the most comprehensive line of audio recorders, mixers, and related equipment in the pro audio industry, TASCAM has developed products for every segment of the sound and music industry, from the high-end professional in a major post-production studio to the novice or hobbyist at home. Check out the Track Factory, it's this new all-in-one home recording solution that they rolled out earlier this year. They even have the Mini Studio Creator, the US-42 that I have used to record on location podcast interviews. That that can be utilized by musicians, not just podcasters. I even have a dr 44 wl handheld recorder that Laura and I have our external microphones plugged into right now. It can record up to four tracks and it has Wi-Fi. Uh, You can probably use it for recording song ideas. Um, Taskam.com is where you can check out their full line of products. So Laura, what, what about that? What about performing solo versus in a group? Do you like the change? You know, mixing things up a little. Maybe it gets lonely performing solo, or, or do you prefer one about one over the Just talk about the different dynamics.
1: Sure. Um, well, you know. When I started, like I mentioned, with the, with doing guest entertainment for cruise ships, I was approached by a woman named Nancy Allen and her husband, and they asked me to do Divas 3, and it was they saw me at an audition here in Vegas for Jubilee, which I was a part of um, before it closed a couple years ago. Um, and so when I went out, it, you always have somebody there, you know, and sometimes you, you'll share a room with one of the girls. Most of the time you'll get your own cabin, but... Um, you bond. You, it's like it is really like a sisterhood when you think of groups like even Destiny's Child or whatever. You know, you have that bond, and you get sick of each other too at times. It's very sisterly, and you're like, I need a minute from you. But it's nice to know that when you're on stage, you have that energy to go off of and sing off of, and you know that moment with each other, and it has such wonderful great aspects about it and then as a soloist there are times actually I'll call my fiance and be like hey I'm bored I think I'm lonely and he's like no you're okay you know you're just used (laughs) to having the girls there but it does make you do things like songwriting I get that quality time to go okay, if I am bored for a couple hours, now I can kind of focus on this or editing some videos together, you know, or doing something for myself. So, um, and, you know, of course, with your own show, it's nice because it is about you and you get to really sing and and have that one-on-one with the audience. So both of them have great aspects. You know, of course, I always miss the girls, but, you know, it is nice to be able to do my own thing and know I got there.
0: Well, and I imagine that it sounds to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel as though the show that you just described that you do on cruise ships, that you probably had to quote-unquote write that show yourself, and not only choose the songs, but say, you know, okay, during this song I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to transition to this, and kind of have a flow to it, whereas I imagine that in Divas 3 maybe either you came up with it with the other girls or someone dictated to you this is what the show's going to be
1: yep exactly uh divas three was all of nancy allen she wrote the show from top to bottom and it was it's her baby as we like to say and uh so it was, you know. Here's your part. The other thing with Divas 3, uh, obviously, there's three girls, and uh, I did, I've done the show for so long with them, and I swing each part. So I do all the different parts depending on what girls are out. But so yeah, I was told what to do with Divas 3, and that's what I love about my own solo act is I got to pick the songs that I want, and I have a meaning behind every song that I choose.
0: So let's let's keep. I'm am glad that this is where we are because let's dig into some of these different variations of Laura Wright. So let's let's start first by talking about about Divas 3. Just tell the listeners more about what that show is.
1: Sure. Uh, divas 3, we sing the biggest hits by the greatest divas of all time. Okay. So uh, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Aretha Franklin, literally, like, the songs that you know, we do them. And uh, we have a huge 60s medley that we do, so we, we usually do from the 60s to the 90s. And uh, we... I love it because we look very elegant we have our gowns and we you know we look like the Supremes at times we all have the same costume and there's each of us have a different look it is such a dynamite show that's why I have such a heart and love for it still and and I was actually just talking to my producer about it the other day, saying, I miss the girls, and I miss doing it, you know. And I'm so thankful that I still get to, you know, if something comes up and, you know, maybe I have some time off with, you know, Vegas the show, where I don't have a solo show at the time, I can still go out with Divas, so.
0: And Divas 3, uh, you had a corporate gig with them yesterday morning, I yes, believe. Yes,
1: we did a birthday gram. It was our first time doing oh. it, and it was so much fun. And we really didn't know what to expect. You've always, I've always heard of them, at least. But we showed up to, a, a man's office here in town. There's a place called the Space, and they basically have um, open venue for entertainers. So if you want to book like oh, rehearsals okay. there or do a production there, wow. uh, so one of the guys who's in in charge of the Space, we went to his office in our outfits, and we did our little happy birthday, and then we did our '60s medley for him, wow, and nice. it was really cute. Uh, it was that's fun. Awesome.
0: Okay, now it's time for Bruce's Bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is when you're communicating with someone by telephone, especially for the first time or two or three, don't use the speakerphone option. Not only does it usually make it harder for the other party to hear, But more importantly, it sends a message that you're perhaps not giving the conversation your undivided attention, that maybe you're going hands-free so you can be doing something else. The person you've called will feel like they're not a priority, and you will be less likely to gain any momentum with them. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's bonus book, volume 1, volume 2, and volume 3 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40, 41 to 80, and 81 to 120 respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery Laura let's next hear about the big one the Mac Daddy tell the listeners about Vegas the show which you perform in at Planet Hollywood Um, not only what the show is but but even how you came to be a part of that
1: sure Uh, Vegas the show if you have not seen it and you're looking for classic Vegas family friendly it is like my favorite thing ever um, it does Frank Sinatra, you know Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, Cher, Keely Smith. It's it's classic, and actually, I can say it's the only thing classic left on the Strip. Um, before that was Jubilee, which was the Showgirl original show, and it was it was actually running for about thirty four years. And I got hired with them, um, two thousand fifteen, fall of two thousand fifteen. And the show closed after 34 years in February of 16. So I, got, I was actually the last person ever hired for Jubilee, oh. which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> my, uh, my producer was like, you're the last person. Um, and actually, that's how I got into Vegas the show. Um, the producers for Vegas the show came to Jubilee, saw me in there, and they took me. Wow. So I was actually extremely blessed to finish out Jubilee and go right into another show here on the Strip.
0: Yeah, and listeners, if you actually go on the website for Vegas The Show, I mean, I'm not, you know, I want to tell you, Laura, she's one of these star singers of the show. I mean, they have a list of all the singers on the website, and Laura is one of those that's got a featured profile on that page. Um, So then next, what about the Moonshiners? I'm I'm thinking you're going to tell us that that's a lot different than Divas 3 (laughs) and Vegas The Show.
1: Yes, almost everything I do right now is so different, Uh, and the Moonshiners is is fairly new. I was approached about a year, a little over a year ago, um, by a girl in town named Savannah Smith. And she actually does Vegas, the show also. And uh, she came up to me, and she, that, that's her band, uh, the Moonshiners. And she said, I'd love for you to do the band and be my be my sub and have me come in. So I actually do the Moonshiners, I feel like, almost once a week now, or if not more. Last week I had about three different gigs with them, and I have one today. Um, but it is... If you know postmodern jukebox, uh, it's basically that. It's music from 1920s all the way till today, and it's done in the style of the 1920s. So it's very unique and, and fun, and you'll recognize the song. And uh, yeah, it's it's cool. And we play all around Las Vegas. We also travel, so we can do your weddings. We can do a party. We did Halloween parties last year, and uh, we also dress up. We do 1920s,
0: 1930s look. Okay, um, before we kind of shift away from from all things Vegas, one question that popped into my head over the last couple of days, and I think this was after I already had all my questions written, <laughs> is you know when you look online, whether it's at a website for say some of the Vegas shows themselves or just you know the individual performers like you. One thing that I noticed is something that I didn't notice, which was, and, and now looking at you here in person, other than, I mean, you can't see it, listeners, but she has a tattoo on her foot. <laughs> like, is there is there a rule in Las Vegas? Will they not hire performers who have tattoos?
1: Oh gosh, Vegas is so different than. I'm, I'm talking about businesses. I'm
0: talking about singers, oh. singers, singers in 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 Las Vegas shows.
1: No, not really, because now so many people have them. You know, it's such a. a I think at one point. When it wasn't as popular, it was a rule. Actually, I remembered going to auditions and they would say, you know, do you have tattoos? And they would always say visible tattoos. Okay. So, you know, if you're covered and, you know, once I have tights on, you can't see. Yeah. Um, but now, no, I mean, they there's so much makeup. I hate, it's so funny, a lot of our uh, girls in the show, are dancers, you know, they're in showgirl attire. So you can see their stomach and their legs and everything, in a tasteful way, by the way. Um, but, you know, they have tattoos on their side or such. And it's amazing because you would never, ever know it. Like, people have no idea because it's covered.
0: It's covered by makeup? makeup. Or co- oh, okay.
1: There's actually, like, a Kat Von D. You know Kat Von D? She's yeah, covered. Yeah. She uh, made a makeup line to cover her tattoos. Wow. And so a lot of our girls actually use that up. But, yeah, they, it's changed so much. It used to be a rule, though, that if you did, they wouldn't hire.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to bring that up because since... You know since I, I would I would guess the majority of people have tattoos instead of not I wanted to make it clear in case there was anyone listening who is saying like that's it I'm going to Vegas I, I want to make it there if you know if you would have said yeah it's a rule you can't have I then you know, oh, I see. Yeah, people yeah. need to know like you know other than that like yeah. you know, listeners you can't see a point it but <laughs> other than that you know hey you better think twice about yeah. I, do, do you happen to know by the way um, this just popped into my head but I've interviewed lots and lots and lots of people from Nashville. And uh, one guy in particular, Mark Allen Barnett, who's been one of the most popular guests on the show, he, he's been on twice. He has talked about the number of people that move to Nashville, and then the number of people that move out because they all pack up and go there thinking that they're gonna be the next carry under whatever, whatever, but but is Las Vegas um, pretty prominent in terms of people who just up and move because they wanna be a Las Vegas performer?
1: You know. When it comes to Vegas and, and even how I got here, I was on a tour with a show called The D Word. Um, and if you ever heard of the musical Metapause the Musical, it was the same lady who wrote uh, The D Word. And I was actually on a tour with them. And we, li- we We started in Orlando. We came here to Vegas for about three months, and we were at the Las Vegas Hilton, the LVH. So I was there for about three and a half months. Um, and that's how I actually came to Vegas. So I didn't come here going, "Oh, I'm you know I want to audition." But now that I do see the town, I have so many friends and performers that did cruise ships as a production cast, or lived in New York or Florida or even LA, and they've had such good luck here. But, they, a lot. but, but
0: they've gotten here by a different performance route. They didn't just yeah. up and say, "I'm going to go to Las Vegas and hopefully I'll catch on somewhere."
1: Yes, I will say it's a lot of training, and I always say that's so important because. When I was younger, I i mean, my parents are the greatest humans, and they the second I told them I wanted to perform, they have stood behind me and until this day. So I took acting classes, singing lessons, dance, 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 everything under the sun, and I know that if I didn't do that, and in a sense, as we said, pay our dues and work hard, you have to put the work in to get somewhere, you know, in my opinion it doesn't just happen, and if it does it's usually because of a reason, you know someone you may know, or a relative, or something but if you genuinely do the work you're, you'll succeed yep,
0: (laughs) Yep. I am on location in Las Vegas with singer, songwriter, dancer and actress Laura Wright we will have a link to her official website on the show page for this episode on nhte.net but if you want to head there directly yourself it's laurawright 55wix wi slash Laura S. Wright. LauraWright55.wix.com slash Laura S. Wright. She is on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and you can purchase her music on iTunes and Amazon. Remember, the first album is under Ellis Wright, and then her Christmas EP is under Laura Wright. Of course, keep up with her online for updates on the new music that she is working on. If you are in Las Vegas or are going to be, definitely make plans to see her perform. You've heard the different acts that she performs with. As I said back in the intro of the show, nhte.net is the official internet home of this show. There is a newsletter sign-up there and buttons to click on to go get the show instead from iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or TuneIn Radio. Do make sure that you're subscribing and telling a friend. We love when you post reviews and give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, You can also give reviews on Stitcher, but I believe you can only do that from desktop. Okay, Laura, so do tell us all about the new album that you're working on. Uh, Where in the process are you? When will it come out? How many songs will there be? Who are you working with? where are you recording? Um, is there maybe a theme that runs throughout there? Just all those kind of details.
1: Sure. Um, yeah. So I just started. Um, I just started about a month ago, and it's been hard with our schedules because, as I mentioned, I actually have a Moonshiners gig tonight, and then going to Arizona tonight after the gig, and then I leave for a cruise, my solo cruise on Tuesday. Wow. So trying to work wow. around that with the, with the guys, um, Heath Burgett and Jared Jordan are the guys that are putting my album together with me and they also did my Christmas uh, my Christmas album last year Uh, Mosaic is a part of or Heath Burgett is a part of Mosaic the group and they've done they've been on TV they've been in Las Vegas they're everywhere Um, but yeah he him and Jared have helped me put this together and this specific album is going to be a cover album from my Uh. solo show so ah. when you're on the cruise ship and you do your own solo show, just like with Divas 3, we actually have an entire album for you to buy. So Wonderful. it has all our songs. And Wonderful. I've been getting asked a lot this year, and I wow. thought, you know, they're my favorite songs anyways that I do, and um, I can do a, you know, fun, easy cover album, be able to sell them on the ships, be able to sell them all over iTunes, Amazon, same place where you'll, you can find my Christmas album. Um, and then after, you know, after that album comes out, I definitely, I was just bringing this up to him the other day, that I want to go back into songwriting and okay. and really okay. get diving into that. But the first thing I wanted to do is make sure I had my cover album for my solo show. Yeah. So it'll be all my highlighted songs and exactly what I do on the ships.
0: Well, I, I love that. I mean, number one... Um, from a sales and marketing standpoint, I love the idea of you come off stage and, oh, by the way, here's my CD for sale. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised to hear that the cruise ship will let you do that.
1: Yes. No, don't get me wrong. They take a good cut. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> you okay. know, they, they,
1: it's all a it's all a business and they got to make profit too, but they are, they're so great. And as a, if you're a comedian or a juggler, whatever it may be, you can sell your DVDs, you can sell t-shirts and, you know, whatever merchandise you have, you know, it's wow. your show. And, and your brand. So. Oh, I love
0: it. I love it. That's great. Um, I, I have so many questions that I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to be able to get to, unfortunately. I wish we could have done a, a two part episode and really dived deeper. But for now, I want to go back to a previous engagement that you did here in Las Vegas because, again, I think it's important for those listening who are aspiring entertainers that are dreaming of performing on this strip to know about some of the considerations, just like when I asked you to describe the life of a performer on the cruise ship, even though you gave me an answer far <laughs> different from, from what I thought it was gonna be. Um, what I'm getting at is, and, and you touched on this very briefly, you were in a show called Jubilee at Bally's. And as far as I know, there are still some shows in Las Vegas that have terrific singers and choreography, etc. But if it's a review, if I'm using the right word, the girls will be topless. So, that's when someone has to make a decision am I okay with that you know to yes. do, I, do I need the work and the paycheck that I'll do it even though it might not be my preference to do it or do I stick to I'd, I'd rather keep looking for something somewhere that I don't have yes. to do that so can you just kind of talk about that all that goes into that sure. mindset
1: good question um, I'm proud to say that I was not topless uh, singers are never uh, in the reviews and you know when I first actually got hired for Jubilee I didn't know you know that I I just knew that it was a topless showgirl review, so I'm assuming I'm going to have to be, which was, for me, I wouldn't, personally. It's not, um, it's just not something as a singer that I feel like is necessary. It's probably awkward watching somebody sing topless, Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> but um, when I saw the show, and the actual beauty and the reason behind it, it's, you know, it's not like, um, I can only think of Magic Mike right now, but, you know, Magic Mike, or something along that lines, is for, like, risque, kind of, You know, dirty fun. Yeah, you know
0: it's going to be edgy.
1: Yeah, this was um, actually brought up, it was like a whole thing that started in France. And it was girls and their beauty of their body, but not in any sort of trashy way. It was jewels, and you actually didn't even, to be honest with you, I had so many friends come see it, and they were like, you really don't even notice the topless at times, because there's so many jewels on them. And they were 30-pound headdresses. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was an intense, amazing production. That, I mean, I just wish it was still around because it, it was really something great. But, you know, I did have a lot of friends that, for them, it was it was a tough call. And, you know, you have your parents that will be like, not happening. You're not going to be in the show.
0: But when you started to give your answer, you said, uh, when I first got the opportunity, I didn't know. I thought you were going to say, I didn't know it was the top of the show. You, you mean, I, I assume you meant, I didn't know if I wanted to do it or not.
1: I didn't know if I was, if my part oh, was going to oh, have okay, to be. But then okay. when I was told, no, singers don't, you know singers sing and the dancers
0: are okay so so in other words it sounds like the advice you're giving to listeners who are thinking like i want to go to las vegas yeah. and be a performer it's just be prepared that if yes. you're a dancer you might be getting into a show but i mean i, I mean obviously you either do, you do your own homework and go see the show first to see what it is or how does that work so that you know like oh my gosh i guess this is gonna to be topless I man i think they would tell you when <laughs> an audition but yeah I don't
1: know. so you know there's some um When I first got here, I had never seen Jubilee. I just heard of it. And I actually got asked, I got an email saying, can you come in for a private audition? So I really didn't get the chance to see it. Right after my audition, they said, would you like to watch the show? And that's when I was like, well, yeah, of course. And uh, so I learned about it very quickly. And then after that, I was offered. So that was nice. But most of the time, if I see the audition, I personally and I would tell anybody to do the research just to know what you're getting into Um, and yes as dancers and I say this because I have so many friends and people in shows um, it's always different for dancers to singers Uh, most of the time for singers it's very cut dry you're singing a song you know you'll learn something beautiful Um, but for dancers yes uh, especially in Vegas and where the world and the society is now it's more skin the better so know that coming in and you know that's what you're into.
0: So, um, Las Vegas the show, uh, how long is the show?
1: Vegas the show is uh, about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 15 okay.
0: minutes. Okay, and are you yourself um, no. doing costume changes during <laughs> the show?
1: Yes, I have a uh, maybe like eight costume changes Whoa. or so. Yeah, Whoa. It's, it's a very intense show, that's why wow. it's, it's awesome. I mean, definitely come see it bring the kids bring everybody because uh it starts i get to play Keeley smith and do jump jive i do share uh and you know the beat goes on
0: but it sounds like you're probably exhausted by the time it's done from the high energy of the show yeah. and then from having to i imagine these costume changes are really fast
1: yeah thankfully there's there's a little bulk of the show where uh, the men are showing you know doing their part with the sammy davis and dean martin all that um so we get a little bit of a moment but most of the time yes it is very fast wow. most of the time. You know, for a lot of the dancers, too, you get about a 30-second costume change. <laughs> and that's, like, if you're lucky. So. Yeah, she,
0: she, the look on her face is, like, you know, oh, you get, like, a, a good 30 seconds. good 30 seconds. <laughs> I watch um. some of these dancers, and I'm like,
1: oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, you know, I would say most of the costume changes for, for singers on my track is about a minute and a half okay. or two minutes, which is good. But 30 seconds is normal.
0: And, uh... Laura mentioned um, the 30 pound um, headdresses uh, go back and listen to episode 180 an interview that I did with Tina Perez um, actually was in the Disney area in Orlando she performs at a place called Mango's in Orlando which does very elaborate stage show entertainment productions while people are eating and it made me think of that because the girls in that show have those those type of headpieces too um, on, on a lighter note Laura, um, I didn't even mention some of the other cool highlights on on the Laura Wright resume. You mentioned that you were in Raiding the Rock Vault, which is here at the Tropicana Hotel and Casino where we're recording this interview. I saw footage on your YouTube channel of you singing Alone by Heart, um, which was from that show. Plus, you toured with Arnel Pineda, who now just happens to be the lead singer of Journey. Uh, You were a featured singer in Barry Manilow's Harmony. Not to mention having been a semi-finalist on Season 5 of American Idol. Um, where I'm going with all this is, are you even able to pick one real highlight that stands out above the rest and just story tell a little bit about that? And, and I'll give you a second to think about it while I tell the listeners that no, I am not going to ask Laura all about her time on American Idol. We have had lots of guests on NHTE who have been on that show. If you just send an email to podcast at nhte.net and ask for one, we'll send you back a list of those folks who have been on American Idol, so you can go back and hear their take on having been on that show um okay Laura what, what you got it is hard, it <laughs> is hard to
1: think about because there there is so much and each one each one of the things that I've done is such a, is such a highlight and it's made me the performer that I am and the performer that I want to be because there's all I want to grow so much further honestly I would probably say my solo show because it kind of sounds selfish, but as an entertainer, this is it is about you and it is about how hard you've worked and the time and dedication and the hours and the lessons and training that you've put in that it is about me and I get to stand there and each song has a memory as I mentioned it's a journey through each song has is a reason of where I performed or what I did. I do country, I do R&B, I do rock, I do musical theater and it lets me hit every single genre. That I grew up doing and that I love. So I would probably say exactly where I'm at right now is doing my solo show.
0: And I love that answer because, you know, some people would hear that and they'd say, well, of course she's going to pick the thing she's doing now <laughs> because... No, because nothing. Because you mentioning that doesn't put more money in your pocket. This is on a cruise ship. You're already going to get paid the same amount regardless... Of how many people are on the cruise ship. So I love that you're saying that because there's no financial incentive. You're not trying to, you're not motivated in giving that answer saying, well, maybe if I say the thing I'm doing now, then it will, no, it's not going to do anything. So that tells me that, as you said, that it's just really based on in your heart and, oh, and yeah. being able to, being able to, as you say, kind of take the listeners through your own musical journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is really special. I even talk about Idol for a quick moment in my show. I do the song that I auditioned for American Idol with when I was 16, and what took me to Hollywood. And I just touch on it briefly, just to show that it was part of my journey. And you know, and it and it finishes with exactly where I'm at, you know, in Las Vegas and some of those highlights.
0: So I, I was going to ask you this once we stopped recording, but I'll, I'll go for I'll go for <laughs> it and I'll ask you while while we're doing this. So so where is all this going? What 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 you know? What do you kind of see as as kind of the holy grail of you know, this is this is where I'd like to see all this end up because I see this vision that that you've developed where it's, you know, here's here's the dues that I've paid, here's where it's taken me, here's where I am now, and as a result, what?
1: Yeah, you know, that's funny. We were having this in-depth conversation the other day at home, and uh, as I mentioned, I've always been somebody where on my resume I wanted to say that I at least did everything, whether it was... Las Vegas, a tour, cruise ships, you know, an album, and I'm very blessed and lucky to be able to check these things off, Um, and one thing is Broadway. I've always wanted to do Broadway, and it's not easy to get into, as everybody knows, Um, and when you get into a niche like Las Vegas and And I love being in Las Vegas and being able to perform on the strip every night. I never take that for granted. I actually intentionally drive to work to see the Las Vegas sign just to remind myself. Uh, Like, I I am here and don't take advantage of anything. I love it. Um, But yeah, I would say Broadway would be a step for me and doing another album that's my own music. Okay,
0: okay. Well, um, you know, there there have been a lot of things that have created follow-up questions that I didn't plan. and, And this is another unscripted one. but. I wonder, and I should have asked this at the time, but when you said that you were in Jubilee and that's how you got hired over to Vegas the show, and maybe I'm asking the question to the wrong person because you weren't the one sitting and saying, we want that girl. But I'm just curious, and maybe I'm asking it more from an advice standpoint, you know, how can someone that's in a show like that that has a number of singers, how do they single you out and say, that's the girl? Were you doing some solos in that show? That
1: Yeah, definitely. Jubilee okay. had, um, okay. it had three guy singers, three girl singers, and there were solo moments for everybody. Okay. So they definitely okay. had a chance to see my highlights. And uh, if there was somebody who uh, called out at the time, maybe they were sick or emergency, I would cover all the tracks for the, for the female vocalist. So uh, I actually think the night that they saw me... Um, was a night that it was a full cast and then a night where I actually did the entire female track wow, so wow. I'm thankful for it though thanks Shannon
0: <laughs> well we're gonna close today with a song of yours called crazy so before we let you go Laura tell the listeners all about this song please. Oh,
1: crazy is exactly what the lyrics say uh, I was in college at the time and it's a fun party song uh, it wasn't too hard for me to think of because I was coming like I said I was coming back to Atlanta every weekend from college and It's a song to play while you're getting ready to go out with your friends and just have a good time and uh and party and live life to the fullest and i think uh, it actually would be good in vegas too considering all the parties that happen out here (laughs) it's a feel good dance go out and grab life by the horns you know so
0: since you mentioned that with your your solo show on cruise ships you really want people up and moving could you put this song in even though they don't know it or or again does it go back to uh they really want you to stick to stuff that the people already know
1: you know i think eventually i am going to try to like push it in just to see what people think because there are some songs on that album that i You know, you listen back later in life, as the older you get, and you're like, ah, I remember everything about that. (laughs) And it is. It's a fun song, and I think it'd be perfect for a cruise ship. You know, if you listen to the lyrics, it's about getting yourself ready with your girls and going out and dancing and getting crazy and... I I think I might, actually, you're bringing it up, and I'm
0: like, Uh, I think
1: I might try to wee it in there Okay, when you do, here's how
0: you introduce it. All right, folks, I'm going to do a fun song. I actually wrote this one myself. I did this interview with this guy called Bruce on a show called Now Hear This Entertainment. Look it up. Heck yeah. (laughs) Uh, Laura, this has been so much fun. Thank you. I'm really grateful for you coming out and doing this.
1: Well, I can't thank you enough for having me, and this this is awesome. I'm going to go listen to everything
0: now. Awesome. Thank you. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment live on location here in Las Vegas. Many, many thanks to my guest, singer, songwriter, dancer, actress, Laura Wright. Do visit her official website. As I said, we will have a link to it on the show page for this episode at nhte.net. Engage with her on social media. That means subscribe to her YouTube channel and then watch and like the videos on there. Follow her on Instagram, and she is also on Facebook as well. Plus, purchase her music on iTunes or Amazon and keep up with Laura online for news on where and when you can see her perform live, as well as updates on that new album that she's working on that she told us about. Don't forget to visit nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, 2, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. And if you are listening on SoundCloud, yeah. remember that you can like and repost is how you share episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud. Thanks ever so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song by Laura Wright. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Crazy.
1: Who's gonna get down with me? Who's gonna feel the beat? Who's gonna
0: get crazy and gonna... Oh. Oh oh
1: oh. What you wanna do, baby? Going out with my girls tonight. City lights are shining bright. Bar hopping and getting crazy. Taking shots for the ladies. High heels, dirty dancing, show the guy.